0: Welcome to Warfare of Art and Law's Glance at Culture. The children's opera Brundabar takes center stage in this segment. In two acts that unfold in less than one hour, the opera tells the story of a mustached villain named Brunebar and the children who triumph over him. It incorporates jazz and folk elements, waltz melodies, and a lullaby. What's bittersweet about this opera is that the production was performed in its early years at the model concentration camp known as Theresienstadt, or Terezin, just outside of Prague, Czechoslovakia. It was a holding camp before prisoners were sent to the Polish death camps. And it was there where many intellectuals and artists were initially sent, including Czech composer Hans Krasa, who wrote the music for Brunebar and Czech composer, pianist, and conductor Rafael Schechter, who directed the first performance of Brundabar. After Schechter and Krasa were deported to Terezin, they, along with others, helped to create a cultural life there with many productions performed, including over 50 performances of Brundabar. Krasa's piano score for this opera had been smuggled into Terezin, He then rewrote an orchestral score for the limited instruments available in the camp. It became one of the most popular shows there, which may have had something to do with the victory that is achieved over the evil character Brundabar, who bore a striking resemblance to the real-life tyrant who had destroyed the Tarazin prisoners' lives. The last of Brundabar's performances in the camp included the infamous 1944 Red Cross visit and the Theresienstadt propaganda film that the National Socialists sent out to the world to show that this city was an ideal place of cafes, parks, theaters, and healthy, happy prisoners. The truth, however, was that most of the children shown performing Brundabar in the film and the adults involved in its production were transported to Auschwitz-Birkenau shortly thereafter. It may seem strange to some that prisoners of this camp were allowed or even wanted to practice and perform music during this time when they were severely malnourished, performing slave labor and battling disease and brutality. But many who survived credit those practices and performances as their way of resisting the enemy and a way to transport themselves from their dire circumstances to moments of freedom. There will be a link in the show notes to a recording of Brundabar for anyone who cares to have a listen. And if you do, I'd very much like to hear your thoughts about it and or your suggestions for a future episode. Messages can be left at 1-929-260-4942. Recordings may be used on a future episode to continue this dialogue. You can also email me at stephanie at law.com. I'd be very grateful if you'd also subscribe to and follow this podcast wherever you listen and perhaps leave a review. It helps others to find this podcast. Until next time, this is Stephanie Drotty bringing you Warfare of Art and Law's Glance at Culture.